Welcome to Wizard Team, a Black magical podcast for Black magical stories. Hi everyone, it's Bayana, Robin, and Portia embarking on a journey through the many fantasy stories written by and about Black people. First up, we're reading Amari and the Knight Brothers by B.B. Austin, and today we're discussing chapter two. Previously, very briefly, um, we, on chapter one, we met Amari Peters, um, whose brother is missing. A lot of people think that he's dead, and some people, um, Emily Grant and her mom, are rude and kind of throw it in her face that he's dead and also that she doesn't belong at the school that she's at um because uncouth yeah insufferable yeah whiteness prevails at jefferson prep um and while it's like summertime now amari is kind of in this limbo where she doesn't know if she's going to be able to go back um and while she's dealing with that um she gets a mysterious email that tells her she's going to have a delivery and then it self-destructs and then there's a knock on the door. So that's kind of where we've left off is she has somebody is at the door with some kind of delivery. So yeah, I I guess we could just get into it. Um, I really love this. Like, obviously we haven't, this is like the beginning, but I like the, I love the introduction into this like world because it's very (laughs) it's very like quirky and whimsical and like confusing um but it also makes a lot of sense um so she like gets to the door and opens the door and she sees this person in there and like you know like patchwork clothes like their clothes are kind of like um just like worse for the wear um and (laughs) i wrote it as like kanye west like fashion yeah line, like basically. kanye chic yeah <laughs> except like a she... little less futuristic because i think she you know what i mean like it wasn't she homeless and yeah. like okay all right i wrote down so there's a line that she says um let me just read it straight up because i won't do it justice from memory she says i don't have any money but there's a hot pocket in the freezer you can have mama hasn't gone shopping yet that is a pulitzer prize worthy Man. Just to, like, let you know what this man is looking like at the yeah. door. She said, oh, oh, hello, sir. <laughs> Are you here for, like, Salvation Army? Like. And I love that she's like, I don't have money, but, like, you can eat our food. I got a hot pocket? Yeah. Like, she was raised I right. It. <laughs> I love the spirit, but I'm also like, this is exactly why you shouldn't assume fame of people's appearances. Mm-hmm. Like, like I feel mm-hmm. like that's something that is, like, don't just look by this cover. I'm like, that's something that you like i get why she probably feels this way but also she said like check that in her like mm-hmm. assumptions right. of people yeah say hello how can i help you and exactly let him tell you if he wants that if he needs a hot pocket or, or some money let exactly approach yeah subject. and like and then i love that he's like excuse me this is the height of fashion <laughs> like, right. he's, like out there. <laughs> he's like this is the spring summer collection this- okay right. <laughs> latest from Kanye's Gap line. I, okay. don't, I don't know if you know the, about the it. The new Yeezys. Okay. <laughs> Hasn't come out yet. Because you, you don't know nothing about that. <laughs> um, yeah, and it turns out that he's the delivery person. Um, he has this, like, tablet. Um, and he's like, oh, you're up for one Broaden Your Horizons kit. And she's like, okay. Like, not really <laughs> understanding. Um, and then it's, like, really... It's just so interesting because she doesn't know what's going on. So he's like, um, uh, so she's like, uh, can I, you know, get what the delivery is? She's, he's like, not until you sign. Um, and she's like, okay, well, where's, but where's the package? Cause all he has is this tablet. Um, and it's been left in her brother's old like bedroom closet. And she's like, you, how did it, how did it get here? You, did you? take it into the house um he's like yeah with your brother's permission um and then it's like now we have to take this memory from you like we've i've delivered the thing it's already in the house you signed for it i'm gonna take your memory and then like in a couple hours you'll just have an urge to clean up in there and then you'll find it which i think is really like dope and like an interesting 
Like I struggle. I think I'm saying I think it's dope in the terms of like world building. I think if somebody yeah, yeah, else yeah. told me this, I'd be like, no, are you kidding? But like in in, ter- in terms of world building and like the idea of like a discreet delivery service and like thinking about the ways that you keep it a secret is really interesting to me. Um, so I struggle because I just have this like, and it 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 definitely has to happen for the whimsy and the world building. Like it needs mm-hmm. to be written in this way. That's not the struggle. My struggle is like if I put myself in. Amari's shoes. Y'all know that you were in an underground society. Explain some shit. Right. Especially if you'll take my memory afterwards. Don't just start in the middle of the mm-hmm. sentence like this mm-hmm. is an every it might be an everyday occurrence for you, sir. But you need to explain you need to back up and start from the from the yeah. beginning. Although I, I will say the irony that you're saying that, Robin, and you are like the prime person <laughs> I know that will start a conversation <laughs> in the middle of wherever your brain left you. That's oh, why I'll be like, but it's so funny. Because Robin will that just say something and I'll be like, all right, cool. And then Connie will be like, okay, so what's the like origin of this? Like what's the context? And I'm just like, I don't know, she just she says <laughs> this. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna ask a question. <laughs> I love that you can tell like how long Bayana has had to deal with me. I, the the difference is, I am neurodivergent, and I definitely started from the beginning of the sentence in my head. It's not my fault y'all weren't with me, but like I'm not expecting. Or when someone says, "Can you clarify?" I'm like, "Oh shoot, I did that thing again, didn't I?" Mm-hmm. You. Portia, you have to admit, at least I'll be like, oh, my bad. I just started in the middle. My fault. Yeah. Amari is like, excuse me. And he is like, you messing up. This man is like, look, they got me on the clock. I only have two seconds to drop this off and go, so. You ain't seen Amazon quotas? Like, I gotta. (laughs) It's like, no, you have to explain. I am not of this. He was like, ooh. Oh, never mind. I don't have to wipe your memory. I see the bureau for you. Like, the who? The what? Right. Yeah. It's all very, like... Although, (laughs) I will say that for... Or, I'm assuming that discrete delivery services also happen if you're in the world. So, like, even if you know about the bureau and whatever, you would still get your memory wiped because it's like somebody don't, you know, want to cover all our tracks. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I like, know he, that the memory device looks like a remote control, which gave me very much like whenever this book was in, originally like discussed, it was like it's like Men in Black meets whatever, mm-hmm. and I was like that device. I was like, oh, I can see like in my mind like what that little device would look like when I wipe her memory. I definitely see um, the, so the gif of Will Smith. Yeah, like, <laughs> just and then like. <laughs> But the fact that, like, he was already bringing that thing out, like, he was mm-hmm. already ready to go, boop, like, I was like, oh, he's too comfortable with yeah. wiping memories for, for my comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to know that this man has been doing this work, like, he's been at least 30 years working with the Bureau and is, not, is doing this work. Um, Part time. Part time. Yeah, so maybe he's like... We don't- maybe he's, yeah, he's a- retired then and is just like, this is my, you know... Yeah, yeah, because he says best thirty years of my life. Best thirty years of my life. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like I don't think he's at the. So that's how I read it. Was he was at the bureau for thirty years and he retired and now he's yeah. doing part time work at discreet deliveries. That's what I read it as too. That's how I read it. I was like, this man got thirty years training at the freaking bureau, and his thing is, <laughs> I guess, his like his. uh like expertise is memory wiping and it was like oh you can do that for this delivery service boom boom bam oh like a side <laughs> hustle i get you i get you the other <laughs> so my thing is the reason why i'm like you have to explain it is because you're going to wipe their memory anyway so to me it feels like it would be a good way of making me comfortable so mm-hmm. i guess there's no comfortable way of wiping your memory yeah it's like if you're gonna because Maybe the thing not. is is like she's not the idea is that she wouldn't remember this interaction at all she would just f- happen upon whatever yeah. the package is so I could see not like going into like a full conversation because it's like you're not gonna remember it anyway yeah wiping memory is always like tricky like yeah. in Especially kind of like any, morally like, it's like yeah like any like in any type of thing like even with consent it's just like a weird thing because. You could consent to the thing, but then, like, I mean, there's so many stories of somebody being, like, willingly getting their memory wiped and then, like, 
they obviously forgot that they did that. So now they're trying to find out what happened in that gap of memory and it's a whole thing. <laughs> like, so yeah. it's definitely like, it's a, tr- it's tricky. Um, I do want to also point out though, that I really love in this story, how well BB Austin folds in technology. Like he's sitting there mm-hmm. with a tablet that she has to sign. And then it looks like a remote control. And like, it's not like, um, this like completely, you know, I mean, we, we will get to the point where some of these like contraptions and stuff feel completely different. And like, you don't like, what is that? Right. Thinking about like the next chapter, mm-hmm. but like, everything just looks like something that you know it just has like an extra function so it just like feels like technology in this magical world just like advances like every other one and they just are able to like fold in these things better and um as a reader I really love it because I can like clearly see and like picture what is happening you know what I mean yeah um I, I don't know I just I really like how how that works yeah and i also like how like i think portia mentioned last episode like the pacing um because it all happens very fast and like you can feel amari's like confusion and like she's clearly like a step behind which means that we are but uh, like i like that we also going into it or like nah I don't like what's going on (laughs) and like you're getting these like little tidbits like he does mention the bureau um he does give like certain things and so you are like taking the information in without knowing what it means but like knowing that it's going to be important or like you will eventually know what it means um yeah yeah I just think it's a really like interesting introduction to this world that like you know it's like a very small thing and then it kind of blooms out from there. Um, yeah. So so then it turns out, because she's more than likely going to the Bureau, her name is on the memory intact list, which means she can remember this entire thing um, and doesn't have to, like, sit around and, you know, wait until the memory comes, or not even memory, like, the inkling, the urge to go look in the closet um, comes to her. She can just, like, go straight there. Um, yeah, so then the man disappears, um, and she's like, I don't know what the heck is in my brother's closet. (laughs) I also, I, like, questioned, I'm like, when did this man deliver it? Because he was sitting there with her the whole time, as far as she can tell. So, when was delivery made? I wondered if he had something, like... Because it felt like he had, I don't know why, but I kind of, like, assumed he had, like, super speed or something. Or, like, some kind of thing. Maybe because of the way that he, like, just, like, disappears. And, like, so it's a part of me. Or, like, maybe some kind of, like, teleportation situation where, like, he's able to just, like, do the thing. Or they sent it. Maybe he physically didn't go into the apartment, you know? Yeah, I thought it was, like, a teleportation or... what's It's it's teleportation when you move yourself. What is it when you move other things? Kinetic, Kinetic... Transmutation? Mm-mm. No. No, Teleportation, I think, is you move yourself, but I feel like... Yeah, I think it's kinesis. Telekinesis? Like telekinesis, that's, thank you. But that's, that feels like... That's like, like moving around. It's like making it fly or move. It's like a Jean Grey, not necessarily like it moves... Because I could see like having a teleportation device and you like put the package on the device and then it mm-hmm. goes to whatever, and I think that would still be teleportation. My um, other thought is kind of like America Chavez. I'm bringing in Marvel here, but like portals, just being mm. able to like portal in somewhere, drop it off, or I guess like Doctor Strange does this too. Like, well, it's yeah, podcast, y'all can't see me. The ring, the ring, the ring, sling, sling, like, ring, sling, yeah, ring. Mm-hmm. sling, ring. Um, but my yeah, I just kind of figured they were able to just like snap a button or whatever and then like drop it off where I need it to be because yeah. also when we when she finds where it is it's not like sitting Amazon. on his bed like yeah. I thought it was gonna just be like out in the open like mm-hmm. it is within his things and so it's very interesting yeah 
mysterious. Also kind of unsettling that like they have this level of access to your home. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's like they With have access. Permission. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna right. say. It does feel like it it is regulated, but I mean it's like the same thing in our world when there's like just certain technology that we have or certain things that people can do and you're just like, mm, this is fine, but it could go like the wrong way very quickly. Um Yeah. It's just interesting. Wizard Team is brought to you by Black Nerds Create, a collective providing content through the lens of critical and creative fandom. If you want to support or partner with BNC on projects like Wizard Team, let's build. Find out how at blacknerdscreate.com slash support. So then um, Amari goes into Quentin's room um, and she like half expects him to yell at her for barging in without permission. Um, and it kind of like, so she walks in and we kind of just like see what his room is like. He has posters um, of Stephen Hawking and Martin Luther King. He is messy bed. He has all these like. <laughs> We're back y'all. We're back Luna. Um yeah, his bed is messy. He has all these trophies, honor roll certificates, all this kind of stuff. So you... Try to mute myself one second. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just love that Luna's just like, mm, nah, see, I was, I was, I was going to sit down for this recording, but actually, I got to go. I'm tired. I'm bored. You're not playing with me. Sorry. I was worried that the microphone would be picking up her snores anyway, so this is... Because she was really mm-hmm. getting it in for a minute, so I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all heard her. I didn't hear her. Not the snores, no. Yeah, because I, well, I, like, I don't know if you guys can hear because I have my headphones in, but, like, my microphone was definitely going to be picking up some, like... Mm. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so she goes, they go, we go into the room, we kind of see, um, like, all of his, like, kind of quirks, I guess, right? Like, he's, like, the things that he values, he's messy, but then you also see, like, all his academic like accolades and all that kind of stuff um but then there's like this detail that um like investigators when he went missing came in and looked through all his stuff for clues um and then left right but then uh amari and her mom put it back the way that it was before so it's not like oh quentin just left in his room has been the same this whole time it was like deliberately put back in the way that it was when he left by them which i thought was like both sad but like a sweet it reminded me so i had a friend um that died in high school and her his parents just like kept his room exactly the same way as Mm -hmm. when um before he passed and it was like partially sweet and then also sad and mm-hmm. ma- made you feel kind of like going back to the first chapter where her mom is like, you have to kind of move on. But like you're, you've got, you've literally like have this room stuck in this time, like, time right? Mm-hmm. And so we also know that like, I, I don't, well, I think we might be, I might be skipping ahead, but he's been gone for six months. Mm-hmm. So it's not a crazy amount of time right Right. and there's still you know a lot of hope and things like that but we know that Amari's been struggling with this and so then to like know that she could just walk into his room or that her and her mom have been tiptoeing around his room um and that when you open the door it's just like you're back as if he would be in there Mm -hmm. is really sad and emotional and like I get why it's hard for you to move yeah. forward mm-hmm. definitely and I feel like it's interesting like I like that this chapter Qu- Quentin isn't in this chapter but you like feel his presence and you like feel the depth of like 
Amari's connection with him. Um, and so even though, you know, again, he's not there, but like he's walking inside and she has all these memories of like the fact that they used to play together and like he's like 10 years older than her too. So that's also like, it's a different. Yeah. I wrote down of, like. Yeah, it's like, it's just a different. He's definitely straddling that line, right? Of mm-hmm. like father figure and mm-hmm. brother and like the way that they, she talks about them talking about their dad leaving and stuff like that. Like. He was a huge presence, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I whenever I saw the ten year gap, uh, I think maybe even the first time too, I was reminded, uh, like automatically, I was like, "Oh, Bayana!" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though my gaps are way bigger, actually, which is crazy, but like, yeah, it's very similar. Like, I had the thought too, um, of like, yeah, it's just a different. It's a different dynamic. Um, yeah. Uh, so then, so she goes in and she hears this like ticking sound, which I would be like, the, the heck? And like, obviously, you know, haven't watched in a while, but you know, Doctor Who, I would have been like, you know what? No, I would have like maybe grabbed a bat. <laughs> like, what's in this house? You know what I mean? Like, I would have definitely been a little, like, she's definitely, um, nervous but again she has the context of like she did meet talk to the delivery guy who said the thing would be in the closet so it's not like she's coming into the room of her own volition and hears a ticking noise um like she knows that something is coming or is there um Um, sorry i meant to note this before we move to ticking noise mm -hmm. was um that one of the notes she had in her memories of her brother was um how they were talking about how they were going to show their loser father who ditched their mom that they were worth something and that they would ever, always have each other's backs. And um, as someone whose father was around when I was younger, um, I really like, it helped, it made me think about a lot about how they probably, it seems like Quentin probably kind of like shaped his life to be like, to prove himself. Mm. and that's why he has all these accolades and awards like he kept trying to prove like his whole thing was he wanted to prove himself um and um, he spoke with that with amari as well and amari goes into that school thinking the same thing she's going to prove herself to this person that's no longer even involved in their lives um to their own growth i suppose but also like the fact that they're trying to prove it to someone who's not going to ever like really come back and like care about that stuff um was like a hit in the feels in a way Mm. but also like at some point i wonder like how much it became just like what he did like him taking on this job and doing dangerous things became part of his like just him functioning and him thinking like that like him just like losing grip of like why he was doing it and him actually enjoying like the feeling of things versus him always trying to prove himself and i wonder how much of that is carrying over into how amari is going to approach things going forward as well mm. see and i had a different take on that um and it made me because it kind of made me wonder like how old was amari when he left and how much of that was quentin right because i'm assuming they have the same father right so quentin got quentin a lot of time with, with 10 his years oh yeah with his dad and so it's probably um we don't know like when their dad left, but I'm assuming it's something that plays a bigger role in Quentin, and I do agree with you, like him wanting to prove himself and him taking on these dangerous jobs and like being the best and excelling. But how much for Amari was, this is really important to Quentin, and this is like Quentin's driving force, and I'm looking up to Quentin, so like, yeah, I want to prove myself too, but like, does she really have you know, like, strong memories of her father that are, you know what I mean, like, who that is to to push back against or to, or to feel very abandoned and hurt by. Like, not that she wouldn't feel some of that. And I think that, I don't, I don't know um, personally, but I, I have plenty of, like, people in my life whose fathers weren't in the picture. Like, I, I know that that is obviously going to affect you no matter what age it happens. But it feels like it would be a much bigger thing for Quentin, one, because he was older, and two, because he's a boy, um, and takes on, like, kind of the man of the house role or whatever. Um, And so 
how much of Quentin's drive is something that like ties Amari to Quentin, not to her father. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to think about though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so yeah, so we have this ticking noise. Um, she goes into the closet. She's like, did he send me a clock? Like, what's going on here? Um, she goes in the closet. There's this, it's empty except for this, like, giant chest that Quentin got um, back when they were younger. Um, saying that he needed a place to hold all of his master plans, which, again, like, I just like the, like, little things. So, like, you get to know Quentin without actually, like, having him in the scene um and so it sounds like there's something inside so she opens it and then she has to like dig through it it's not like oh i opened it here's the package like she has to like pull out all this other stuff and it's at the very bottom um which Which is why i kind of thought that there was like a teleportation or like a yeah just yeah plop it in right some kind of maybe it's like a uh you know those things that like disintegrate and then re like reappear like that something like that i don't know i'm just making things up but um magic yeah definitely (laughs) but also i was thinking that um like this whole thing about like the fact that she the weariness of her like tracking down the noise itself after like the mysterious email that knew exactly that she was opening quentin's email and then it self-destructed and then the memory move, I'm like, this could be aggressive. That could be an explosion. Is she just kind of like following along to find it? Right. I thought was funny. Um, and then the fact that like the quality of the things, like this, the chest is uh, secondhand and he had to break the locks to even get the, to open it and use it. And then like mm-hmm. all the files for his master plans are all like beaten up and like worn. I was like thinking about how clear it is that like, they don't have a lot, but what, with what they have, they imagine it to be the grand items that can be part of their adventures and mm-hmm. how much work goes into like using their imaginations to make the best out of what they have and how much that is really part and parcel of like growing up poor and like, or like, not having enough money to go around to get the nice things, but like not just taking things as they are, but like actually like giving them the reverence you would something that was treasured mm-hmm. yeah also how young quentin is the fact that he has master plans right <laughs> hidden in a chest he, he was in there bird man hand rub he was like we about to make something happen like right like what are we doing today pinky you know what i mean <laughs> and like you know he's older now i'm assuming he's like, like 22 because mars yeah 12. mars 12 yeah, yeah. so you know, he's, but it's still, like, that, he's a young kid, like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, so. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I love that. Um, and so it's a, so she finds this black briefcase. Um, there's a white post-it note on top with Quentin's handwriting, and it says, for Amari's eyes only. Um, and then he opens a briefcase or takes the briefcase out and she like can't really get it open um and then there's another post-it on the other side so i just i love that there's all these like it's kind of like he's leaving like a trail in a way um so the post-it on the other side says will open at midnight after the last day of school um so which to me i mean i get it on the one hand because it's not like like, I guess you could give the code, but if you give the code, anybody could find it kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dang, she just got the email. They just delivered it. She got to wait, like, how long? Yeah, she says <laughs> it's like five opens. or four. Yeah, it's like, like, well, dang. I thought it was fun because it's like, she's, uh, like, she definitely has a bedtime that it's not midnight. Right. So I thought it was like a fun way for him to, like, um, encourage his sister to like break the rules a little bit and like go out of her usual boundaries of like what her mom tells her to do. Right. And I like that she's like, I mean, I would just hate waiting. It's like one of those things people, you know, when people say like, oh, I have something to tell you. Oh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll tell you later. He'll no, tell you later. And you're like, bro, tell me now. Just please just tell me. 
Um, and usually it's I, nothing, but then it's like, but, but you then have you're like, but your brain, time? yeah, it's like you're either worried or you're like, what's the tea or like whatever it is. Like you're like, nah, if you're gonna say it, you might as well just say for the whole me, thing. I wouldn't be able to do anything else, which I don't think that Amara yeah. does. Like we just see her kind of watching the clock for the rest of the time, and I, mm-hmm. I can only imagine like when her mom gets home, how distracted she is, and then right. her mom's trying to like. Talk to her about some real stuff because they like she just got sent home from school. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And she's probably like, mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, yeah, mom. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Is End it? Oh, it's only five. Okay, right. <laughs> right. I would not be. I would have broken that. Sh- I would have opened it. I'd have broken it. But the thing is, is she can't. Have, knives would have been out. She can't. I, I no mean, but I would have. Mom would have came attempted. home to me in my brother's room with a hacksaw <laughs> going at it. Mom is like, girl, like we just what, what like, is wrong with you? Like maybe you do need to call that counselor. <laughs> like right? blow torch, like I'm melting this lock. Something's gotta give. That's too long. It's, it's a long like, time. Found, it's four thirty. Because I found, like, it's ten. Hours. I found it at eleven. Okay. I can't be like, oh, okay. No, but it's definitely four thirteen. So like that's Yeah. I guess that. that's a gone. day. That's a whole that's just, a like, day. I'm I'm very good at distracting myself. I will turn on the TV. I will. I was gonna say like you gotta. That's a whole. She got her laptop taken away. Yeah, but maybe yeah. I'd be like, but mom isn't home yet, so I would at least get in. Like I don't know, the Winter Soldier, just like knock out (laughs) like like, knock out two hours, (laughs) something like yeah. See, but then my problem is is that like if I try to distract myself, then midnight comes and I and you forget. That's true, I'm but forgotten. not not if it's like right next to you. Not if she like holds herself up, because um, like true. we see, we do see she like takes it into her room, which I guess then if she has yeah. the if she doesn't have the laptop, I don't know. It's a tough situation, but <laughs> I think if you can like hold yourself up and keep the briefcase right there, you won't forget. For for our folks who have ADHD, you won't forget because it's right there and it's gonna open on its own. You don't have to like be like, oh snap, let me like find the code. Like it'll do the thing on its own. So if you're watching, like I don't know, I can only think of Marvel things right now. I don't know why, but if you're watching WandaVision, <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching MTV's The Challenge. So there's that. You can, oh. you can... I just finished Thrill Housewives. I finally watched the reunion. Uh, for Atlanta so like say say you're catching up on the Real Housewives of Atlanta and uh the thing pops open then you can pause with what's going on and then put you know now you give your attention is diverted um but yeah eight hours is really disrespectful like could have said five because if it's after school you know about the time she'll get home I feel like because of what the experience is about to be, it didn't. Yeah, to be it does night. make sense. Like, it did have to be the, like the. It did have to be nighttime. That's it true. It it makes sense. But then sense, the delivery like, guy could have came. But I guess the delivery guy he had to know the delivery guy had to come when mom wasn't home from work. Yeah, yet. yeah. Oh, so mm-hmm. he was he was hung up by time yeah. and circumstance. But I'm still mad. Chestnut checkers. <laughs> If you were if you were Amari, whenever you finally got to talk to Quentin again, you'd be like, and I just think I got a bone to pick right. about whenever you're making deliveries to me. Okay, <laughs> like we need to talk about this. <laughs> I am twelve, like, like, and you I want me love... to be patient? Okay, wait. So can we talk about what twelve like, year old I... do you know is patient? First of all, second of all, I through like during quarantine. It's not, I, I would say discover, but it's more like I didn't really think about it. And like, it became like a thing of like getting packages became like a source of serotonin. Oh, yes. And so mm-hmm. like, even now, and like, you know, I'm more, mm-hmm. I'm more out of the house, but if I come home and there's a package and spend, don't Oof. let it be a book. I'm like, mm-hmm. hold up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is lit. So like, that's the other thing. It's like, imagine getting a package and you can't open it right away. Like, I would be so annoyed by it. I would be mad. I mean, as like, as like 28 year old me, I'd be like, nah, this is some bullshit. <laughs> like, I hate it here. Even <laughs> as someone who gets a lot of books for review, and sometimes the books, like, sometimes, like, this is only rare. I've been, they've been pretty good about not sending me books that I have not asked for. Um, but even if it's a book that's like not on top of my list of books that I really want to read very quickly or soon. I'll be like, ooh, which, what's in there, though? Ooh, yeah. I love, book. It's I love that, like, I sometimes can't remember. 
Like, yeah. I'll know in my head, like, oh, this book came out. So, like, I bought, I pre-ordered books and, like, the first one, all the, other, all the other ones come out, like, I think at the beginning of next year, but the first one came out September and I bought for Aminata. But I had another book that had also come out around the same time from a separate order. So when it came, I was like, hmm, maybe this is mine. And then I opened it and it was Ami's. But it was still great. Like, I love opening packages, you know? Like, <laughs> Wait, and I, Aminata so I bought it. Her, I was like, here own. you go. Surprise. But like, yeah, I was just... Wait, so does Aminata not open book packages? Like She, she does. Usually, usually I know. They don't, oh, they don't only, usually... Oh, the yeah. thing is, though, is that if I'm buying books for both of us, they have my name on them. Mm-hmm. So like that time I pre-ordered books, but like most of them were for me. I just snuck one in there for her. Like, mm-hmm. snuck it in, like, I am not buying it with my own money for myself. But I put it in there for her. Um, and then I just didn't tell her about it. So usually if I get a package, um, even if it doesn't say her name, because it's from an order that, like, was both of our books, like, I usually can tell based on the date. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is you. That time, I just forgot. So it said my name on it, so I opened it. But usually I'll give it to her. No, it was funny because it was reminding me of uh, this really cute TikTok video of a black girl um, getting her first book order in the mail. Oh, yeah. And she was like, <gasps> and her mom oh, was videotaping her, called her a nerd. She was like, mind your business. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. It's and then the day her mom like... did a follow-up video the next day and was like, it is 24 hours later. Um, how are you doing with your book? And she was like, what? And she's like, how are you? She's like, the book that I finished yesterday? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll She's never like, forget when my mom, so whatever, Harry Potter came out when I was in college, like the last Harry Potter, definitely not, because I was, we were driving, I think I've told this story before, we were driving back from Indiana to San Diego, and my mom does this thing where she's like, we're, we're going to do it in a day, and I was like, no, because I have this book that I need to pick up, it's mm-hmm. very important, and I, we were in Vegas at the airport. That's where I went to like the Deathly Hallows release book release party. And my mom was like, "What is happening?" Because there was well, a ton wait, of people how at the Vegas, the Vegas airport. Not at the Vegas that. airport. It was pretty nice. It was at the Vegas airport. This That's is hilarious. Like, they have a casino um, in there, so I wouldn't have. Yeah, they, they got parties and everything. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's not I'm like trying to regular. figure out how we were even able to do it like that because we didn't have a boarding pass. This is after this 9/11. Is after 9/11. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I guess it was not. It was in. It was before the thing because, like, when you walk in the Vegas airport, even before you get through, they have slot machines. Mm. So and it was probably before like the... yeah, before the security. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and then we got back on the road, and before we got home, I finished it, and she was like, "You made me. <laughs> you worried the hell out of me." I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. And I told her, too, I was like, and you're going to have to drive if you want to go. Like, I'm going to pick mm-hmm. up this book, and then I'm not driving anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just, getting books is such a, like, the every it's stage. Vibe, man. It's like, it's like ordering it is a boost of serotonin. Receiving it is a boost of serotonin. Even, like, just organizing my bookshelf. Because usually, the book, it's not like I'm planning to read it right then. Unless I'm in the middle of a series, like, when I got jade city and then i was like halfway through and i was like okay if i don't buy these books right now then i'm gonna have a problem so like sometimes you know usually i'm just like okay cool it'll go on the shelf i'll get to it in a couple months but it's still like nice to just have and to receive Mm -hmm. and like and it's like especially if you've been like watching the book for a while like if you've like heard about it and then Mm -hmm. like you got you're like okay no it's like when the um, House of Hunger is the second book by Alexis Henderson. Mm-hmm. I read Year of the Witch in her uh, first book. Yeah. It was okay. But as soon as I heard the premise for House of Hunger, I was like, and then I saw the cover. I was like, oh, no. Like, it's bought. Like, it's pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. It's here. <laughs> I got a, I got the <laughs> notification. I could track my book uh, Monday. I tried. I just clicked it. It said, oh, the label's been created. Oh, I've been checking that. it every day this week. I pre-ordered I pre-ordered um Foul Lady Fortune and then there's like some kind of like issue with shipping so I don't know when it's coming and luckily I pre-ordered another book Soul of the Deep um at the same time so I still got book mail this past week but only one of the two (laughs) books so I'm like it's fine I wasn't planning to read it like soon but at least I 
I was, uh, when I got the email, I was like, at least I've received book mail this week. You know what I mean? Like, at least the, like, mm-hmm. I was book, expecting I a book. I did get a book. <laughs> like, a book was received. A book was received. So I'm not, like, I'm not pressed. And I have a couple more weeks until another book comes. Oh, I'm finally going to read uh, The River of Silver, and I'm very excited about it. Anyway, that was a huge tangent, and Amari does not receive a book, so we should keep I also want to say, the serotonin. The serotonin, the patient, but also you can you can if you're like me, get books from the library. Yes, that as well. It's not audio books like, from Libby too. Yeah. I, but receiving it in your hand, yeah, no, like, I, I, because I don't feel the same you, way like going to the bookstore either. Like you know what I mean? Like if I go to Barnes and Noble, okay. like it's a different. It's a thrill. different yeah. yeah. No, I under I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that we spent like a good chunk of time <laughs> talking about buying books. And I just want to say talking about buying books and getting yeah. books in the mail. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to let people know mm-hmm. you can also and as well <laughs> get, a get them from card. the library. <laughs> You, no, if you, if you were not right. sure, if you were listening to a podcast full of book nerds, like, yes. <laughs> because, no, I also want you to know that I am currently putting together a bookshelf. I had to FaceTime Bionic because the people in my house were not giving me what needed to be gave. <laughs> and I was having a moment of existential crisis. And the first thing I thought was, oh, I need more books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm currently mm-hmm. shopping for books. for books. Yeah, um, so I I do buy books as well. Yeah, but I get it. <laughs> I definitely have like a. You're acknowledging the levels of serotonin and the differences yeah. amongst them. They, and the and it's like it things. all brings joy. Receiving a book in any right. way, like sparks joy but then it's just like the specific <gasps> okay i'm sorry i just looked ways. up the same book tracking and it says in my mailbox currently today. Oh. that's okay i'm on here. a bookshop right now because you reminded me that i needed to pre-order the new emily henry that's coming out so we're mm. all we're just you know and i you know I, I, well, I gotta get my hair done tomorrow but once that once the dust settles in my wallet i will likely be buying <laughs> <laughs> that's honest it's so funny because like there are like a couple like books that came out like back to back in terms of like the weeks so like i keep getting these holds in my account where i'm like i thought i had more money than i did but it's because they're just holding like the full (laughs) pre-order amount until they take the specifics and then it goes that's why i don't don't f with barnes and noble on a low like i why is this an 80 dollar charge and i'm like oh you're just you're holding it okay cool i'm only taking like and they take the money right then and there and i know where it went okay see i actually prefer that they don't take it right away i like that they don't take it right away Barnes and Noble. Oh, Barnes yeah. and Noble. Only because I don't like that. I like sometimes. it only because sometimes I'm pre-ordering books in a moment of weakness, and I really have no business <laughs> buying books. So that's why I like it because it's like I shouldn't be doing this, but I can worry about like the the, the money will come like, out later. Future Bayana will have the problem. The exactly. Will come due yeah. to Future Bayana. Exactly. Okay. Um, present Robin is still dealing with past Robin's uh, eye surgeries, and so I. Oh. I've been like, I really want to get this. I really want to get that. I need to get a place of my yeah. own. All of these things. I need to get my hair did. All of yeah. these things. I need to buy clothes because now it's getting colder. <laughs> like I need, boss like is, I need jeans, boss, you know. And I'm like, I just want to yeah. buy more books. I'm like, I can't. I'm wear just books. like, I'm laughing at <laughs> my boss just bad. Me a thing. Like books have uh, books have us down bad. Man, like, yeah. Yeah. Over- <laughs> yeah. So bad, but also, literally like every month, every, not even every month. Every time I get paid, I'm like, hmm, let me hmm. look at my book to buy list and see what's going on. And sometimes I'm like, nah, not not this time. But I usually at least take a little, take a gander, you know. I'll be like, is there anything I can buy that will make me feel better about like making a book purchase this month? Right, like mm-hmm. whenever they, whenever y'all shared the um, special edition for copies of this Poison Heart and mm-hmm. the sequel mm-hmm. in the Discord, I was like, see, I didn't even know this existed. I could have just kept walking around not knowing these existed, but now that I do know they They're exist, so they have to get bought. So yeah. that's that was my justified book purchase for this month. Did I, I hate still that order I'm a, books afterwards? I hate yeah. that I'm a um. 
uh, what is it called? Like y'all plot these out and you have your list and you go by your list and I don't do that. So at any moment, especially when like there's a oh, new no, that was that plot. was very much a like like I saw it because someone else talked it, clicked yeah. it, bought it. Yeah. Like that was impulse. No, but so this is what I mean though, is that you showed me the Amari from um and I the only reason why I haven't bought that yet is because of these eye surgeries. But I already know that when I go on that website, when I go on the Waterstones website, not only am I going to get Amari, but I'm like, well, since I'm paying for the shipping, I might I mean, as well shoot. You want to get the gilded around. ones. Theirs is really pretty. I always get this. Um, I'm I think I already them. have the gilded ones, but I don't have... Um, the Merciless ones? Yeah. I have both. I've so, just decided I'm getting two copies of that book every... like. That makes sense now <laughs> that I should probably just get the Merciless ones. Yeah. And I don't have um, the Song of Rakes and Ruins sequel. Mm, I don't think they're um, got covers different over there. Yeah. Look, okay. if you're gonna buy from Waterstones, you if you know which ones have special editions, because like Waterstones is the only place I know that like consistently will have the um sprayed edges on sprayed mm-hmm. edges. Mm-hmm. Uh if they're gonna do a special edition for something and a good amount of times they'll have the foiling, which is those are honestly my two favorite things. It's the foiling and then especially if it's stenciling the on the edges. Yeah. Woo! Well, yeah. Take yeah. my money. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're on this tangent, but this, Yo, again, it's gone for so long. But yeah, you know, it's gonna happen more than once. Like this is like you you get certain people in a room together, and <laughs> these things happen. And now y'all learned a lot about buying books and how they spark joy. And don't ever send me a book and tell me I have to. I can't open it until eight hours later. Also, don't send me a book shape. Don't send me nothing. And that heifer's not a book. And it's not a book. Oh my god. Oh my god. I be opening stuff. I'm like, ooh, what's this? I'm like, oh. (laughs) If if you send me anything that I can't open in immediately, like, don't do it. Just don't don't send it to me. Bring it to me. Bring it to me at the time that I can open it. At the time I'm able to open it, which we will figure out that Quentin is unable to do. Yes. Let's let's do that. Cause so Amari does not receive a book. Unfortunately, <laughs> first first she of gets all, a briefcase. she gets a briefcase, and inside the briefcase, there's no book to be found. So disappointing. But there's some other stuff anyway. <laughs> so she, um, so it's eleven fifty eight. She's sitting at the on her bed. She's looking at the briefcase. Um, she says it looks suspicious, which I love kids. Um, and I love her voice. I said that already, but I do. Um, and like again, how often are you getting briefcases? Like when all briefcases, she's like, this is right? suspicious. The whole thing is suspicious. And then she's like, and then she's like, eleven fifty nine p.m. And she's like, okay, I'm totally tripping, right? What do I honestly think is gonna happen? Because she's just like, you know, the anticipation is building, and she's like, no, this is ridiculous. At twelve, but also like, she can't play herself either because like you just had a self destructing email. A man right. out of nowhere and said he delivered a package in your brother's room. And it's you like found you've seen it all there. these things. You've seen all these yeah. things. It's been ticking. Like you've seen all these things happen. You so you know not... it's going to be something crazy. You know. Yeah. So at twelve a.m. on the dot, there's a click and a hiss. Um, as it unlocks, she lifts the top, and their green and purple stripes stare back at her. Which like can I just say green and purple as a color combination depending on the shades depending, depending on, the shades, on the shades green and purple can... as a color combination is one of my favorites and for a while when I was probably about Amari's age when I was like twelve everything that I did like I just mean it sounds like my notebook with my my markers and stuff mm-hmm. was a green and purple combination yeah those are definitely two of my favorite colors but I will say that when I see this i think like barney like i think, I think that, like like that's the color combo i'm thinking that like, and that the sh- that's where i said depending on the yeah shades. it depends on the shades but like first off don't go hard on my bro barney right like he held me down for a <laughs> moment and i feel bad for all the kids who like because we went through a phase where oh you like barney like after you get a certain age because it's too it's a baby thing to do and i feel like he deserves more respect than that because the cleanup song still goes and y'all can clean I wasn't allowed to watch everybody. I didn't know that was Barney. Shit. I wasn't that, allowed to Barney? uh Yeah. Oh, Dr. Barney. I didn't know that. I wasn't allowed to watch Barney. Um but mostly because my parents didn't like it. Like they were annoyed by it. It was also um 
like they didn't like Teletubbies either, and somehow that got snuck in. I think it was just like it came on at a specific. It came on right after Sesame Street, and they would still be getting ready. You know what I mean? So like they couldn't completely control it. Whereas like when Barty came on, they were we were out of the, our, our way out before, or like they were able to pay attention. So there were definitely some times Barney. where like, Teletubbies would be on, and we'd be watching it, and they'd just be like, "Bro, this is trash." Which I get because sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like for a minute my um three-year-old brother was into baby shark and it's like we were watching it and i was just like what is this and my stepmom was like yeah i don't know it's like it's not good but he's in it and i'm like this just feels weird like how did this happen i remember not babysitting like- my cousin and their parents they like went away so uh, they went to dinner with my parents something like that and my baby cousin was 10 or 11 months old, like, you know, you still feed them and all that stuff. Maybe a year, maybe. And they were like, you're good, play with them, whatever, he'll go to sleep. If he freaks out and you can't get him to calm down, put on Barney. And I was like, okay, we ain't watching Barney, because I'm, <laughs> like, I was like 15, 16, I was like, I got this, I don't need to whatever. Kid freaked out, mostly now that I, like, you know, his parents were gone. And who are you? Yeah. Child? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. I put on Barney. That kid didn't blink. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's like my, like my brother like, will. be healthy. Yeah. That's like my brother when he, when you put him in front of a, te- of a television, he just gets like, his face just is like done. Spills. Eyes wide, yeah. mouth open a little. And you're just like, is this okay? Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> is this allowed? Like, my niece is like that now too. She like loves my niece loves TV, and I'm like, you are mm. way too young to even be like cognizant of the, of the light. <laughs> yeah, and she'd be like, her her eyes be following the TV around, and I'm like, mm. my brother's like, oh yeah, she loves to watch, wake up and watch soccer with me, and I'm like, she does love sports, which I enjoy, but like, also, you are a ten month old baby, you should not be watching TV like this. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. Not again. to be on a kids' corner trying to like bang. I will say though, I, because of TikTok, I have come across uh, Gracie's corner, and I'm like, I yes. wish I love Gracie's mm-hmm. My brothers love Gracie's corner. That looks my amazing. my brothers go in like they they be dancing. The um the little one, he's 18 months now. Like he'll he he does the dances. Like they'll put their hands on his hips and he'll do it, and then he'll turn around and he's like like it's their jam. I think my I think my stepmom and my dad had to like put the songs on their phone so that like mm-hmm. they could just play them or whatever, but those songs bang. Yeah, our Gracie's Corner got hits. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. So green and purple stripes. Um she pulls pulls it out. It's a it's a suit jacket. And this is why I'm it's like to me it's giving like Barney colors. Um, she says it's the ugliest thing she's ever seen and there are matching pants. Um, she doesn't know what's going on, but it makes her smile because it like it's very clearly from Quentin. Um and then there's more in the suitcase, an envelope and a pair of thick metallic shades. Attached to the shades is a po- is a chain of post-it notes. Um so it says, uh, please lie down before putting these on. Um, I'm serious about lying down first. Pinky sweater level serious. And she's like, Alright, 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 cool. I'll um She's like, looks at the glasses. She's like, they seem normal. I don't really understand, but it's pinky swear level serious. Fine, you know. Um, so she puts the briefcase to the edge of her bed, lays down, puts the glasses on her face, and then she hears her brother. And that's how the chapter ends. This this book and these uh, cliffhangers, boy. Sure. <laughs> like- <laughs> so many, so many cliffhangers. Um, so much like. It's really difficult to just, like, stop when you're reading this book. But it's also, like, what is going on? <laughs> you're right? Like, mm-hmm. the the cliffhangers do a really good job of, like, oh, what's happening next? But also, like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just love how much of it, like, so one thing I do want to note, because, again, I do have the Waterstones paperback edition, um, is that it has, like, sort of closet it has wardrobe instead of mm. uh pants it has trousers and mm. has like humor with the u in it and stuff oh. so it's funny 
like seeing the difference in these little things contextually and like y'all are saying them and I'm like oh right you know okay so this is the British version for real like they very <laughs> they very much they went it okay okay cool um but I love that like you can very clearly and distinctly see the relationship between Amari and Quentin and that like he's like I know this girl like y'all mm-hmm. saying like she doesn't have any patience he's like she's not gonna want to sit down to put these glasses on she's gonna just want to like stand keep doing whatever she's doing mm-hmm. put the glasses on and not really like think about it and i need her to lie down so she, he knew he had to make the three very clearly distinct pinky promise level lay down like that was how that's clearly something between them that they used to have to, to like mark the degree to which um they need to like trust the other person for the thing mm-hmm. um and I love that. And I love that she's even in her, as she's like, it's true to her because even as she's thinking about it, she's like, I don't know, they got to, but he said pinky swear. So I guess I'll like, right, comply. Right. Because right, she's like it's older like, now, too. So it's not like, you know, when you're like a certain age and somebody's like pinky promise, it feels like this huge thing. And like, baby. I mean, I even tell, mm-hmm. like, I told Ami when, I mean, she was younger and I was like, I think when I taught her about pinky promises, I was like, nah, you don't break these, which I think is true. Like, you don't break her pinky promise, but it's not as, like... Like, she's at the age where it makes sense that she would be kind of rolling her eyes at it, but still mm-hmm. listening to it, you know what I mean? Which I think is, like, kind of what happens as you... Like, I mean, if somebody pinky promised with me and broke her pinky promise, I'd be upset as, as an adult. But I wouldn't be, like... But it's also just the way that yeah. you think about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same way as, like, you know, you would, you had just said, like, Ami, for a minute thought that like it was illegal to swear right it's like which who told her you, that i wish i, I had i wish but, i had told her that honestly like what i was like this sounds like something i would say but i didn't but we <laughs> but probably we like probably said it was like you cannot do this until yeah. you're 25 and her brain was like illegal right like that's like that's a thing where you're just like well if i can't do it then it must clearly be like a stipulation that right i like, used to know things. do it when mm-hmm. i was younger i used to think that there were things when like people were like you can't do it i used to think that like i was physically incapable mm. of like you know like the magic of like a, i don't know if any of you guys have seen like good place but like in good in the good place mm-hmm. you cannot curse mm-hmm. so yeah it's funny went to say shit it comes out shirt like you cannot mm-hmm. it, it will not it, you, you cannot do it I used to think that way and so I think that there is some part of Amari like little kid Amari or whatever that is like when you pinky level promise that's serious someone is looking down on you it's like, and like when I stand in front of the pearly right. gates they're gonna be like listen you pinky level <laughs> promised to lay down when you put these things on and you did not. And you'd be like, oh man, that's right. That's right. You're that's right. a cardinal sin. Well, what had happened right. was... <laughs> so let me explain the context in which I had to break this pinky promise. Okay? I just, right. <laughs> like, this is something you're going to have to answer for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Alright. Let's get into uh, MVP and Benched. Alright. Um, yeah, I made Amari my MVP mostly because she's a really good sport in this situation. There's a lot of things going on that she does not understand, and she's just kind of rolling with it. Um, and I like that, like she com- she is coming with like a healthy sense of like suspicion, um, but also has like this trust in her brother that like she's gonna be fine regardless. So I just like love that and love like yeah, I just love the like portrayal of her relationship with him and um yeah i i agree i made amari my mvp i think um for being a good sport but also like you said about like loving her voice i just love that like all of this is happening with her alone in the house Mm -hmm. and yet you like really like we feel like we know quentin a lot more we like know a lot more about the situation and that all is happening like in her voice and in her like thought process without it being like explicitly um shown to us I guess and obviously she's not like a reliable narrator because she's in this herself and she doesn't know what's going on but like you just feel like you can rely on her um on her experiences when you're reading it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, I trust you. Yeah. Um, and so I love that. 
I make Quentin my MVP because he like sent her this like mysterious like note and package and and I think think that he sent it in such a way that he knew uh, that she would have to be curious enough to actually like go with the plan and strategies and like work with uh, what was going on. And I think that's just like good sibling dynamics to know mm-hmm. exactly how to set someone up into like kind of like getting the information that they need may not be in the manner that you need it. Like they personally would want it to come, but in the way they kind of probably need it to come. Um, I thought that was fun that he did that. Yeah. And like going into benched, I ended up benching Quentin. But also, this Thank is you. like this is also not like because when I finished the chapter, I was like, I don't actually know who I want to bench. Um, and I figured that when we talked about it, I would like come to it. And so, literally, like this is the most tame benching. Like I love Quentin. I actually <laughs> do not have any beef with this dude. It's literally just the like I would hate to get a package and have to wait eight hours. And he sent the package. He made her wait eight hours. That's literally the only thing. But I actually don't like, it's not a like, ooh. It's not like benching uh, the uh, the Grants last week. The Grants. It's just, like, it's just yeah. like, it's only them two in this chapter and the delivery yeah. dude. So between the three of them. <laughs> I mean, I knew immediately that I was benching Quentin and it's partially not his fault. I also kind of slash benched the Bureau as like a nameless, faceless organization because we don't know anything about them yet. Mm-hmm. But this just goes back into like, tell me what's going on like i have these secret secret organizations and things (laughs) and like you got this whole secret life and now i gotta figure it out when you're not around like you if you would have just like been like hey yo sus (laughs) let me let you in on some stuff that you cannot tell anybody right i just love i i i do love urban fantasies where like there's a secret world and whatever but i also really love the stories in which it's like so oh my first Mercy Thompson reference. <laughs> Here we go. In Mercy Thompson, if they're going to tell you about the existence of, like, vampires and the say and whatever, and you are a mundane human, like, they will say, I'm going to tell you something, but if you go blab in your mouth, you will die. They, we will kill you. Are you ready for that? Okay. Are you, you sure? Okay. And it's like this, like, level of yes you are this like mundane human but you are important enough that like you need to know the full story so the secrets don't because the secrets are going to touch you um and (laughs) um so yeah quentin is bench i also sorry my mom just texted me and said because luna is on fetch restriction Punishment is supposed to be based on age, five minutes per year. We are both sad and sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Mom can be punished per year, per age. (laughs) Right. Should I tell her that? Well, how old are you? (laughs) (laughs) How long is your punishment supposed to last? uh... Silly. Um, I benched um, the memory wiping enterprise. I feel like there's a lot of people who need to question the ethics behind what they're building there. Um, mm. Whoever developed the remote, um, the way that it's like easy, easy to just make the decision to wipe someone's memory because you just have a handy dandy little remote device. They need to rethink that. Maybe you put like some padlock, some like passcodes kind of functions on there before you let, allow people to just be ready to uh, flip a memory at any given moment. Um also, I get, I have to wonder at the exceptions for um, leaking a memory. Um, so I can't think that being in the Bureau or like being recruited for the Bureau is the only way that there could be an exception to the rule. And I wonder what the other ones are and like who makes those decisions. And um, why is it not they mamas and the right. immediate yeah. family? We're yeah. going to figure out you, a little like, bit more Why can't as you we like, think on, more but... about like the consent behind that? Because there's a lot of things about consent going on that I do not like so Mm. I'm I'm questioning the whole memory enterprise here yeah I feel like I don't know I just think that like when it comes to memories it's gonna be morally regard like yeah yeah, I don't think that there's any way to actually fill it out or like to yeah I don't think there's any way to do it to have a memory wipe anything and it be 
completely above the completely, board. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be better, like, process than just, like, oh, I showed up at your door, and I told you strange things, and I'm going to delete it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there has to be something better than that. Yeah. That's real. All right. Um, thank you for listening. Join us next week when we will discuss Chapter 3. Wither Team is brought to you by Black Nerds Create. If you want to keep up with our other content, you can. Check out our website at blacknerdscreate.com and follow us on Twitter at blacknerdscreate, B-L-K, nerdscreate, at Yana wrote it, at Robin, with a Y, underscore rambles, and at Porshea, P-O-R-S-H-E-U-H. Follow us on Instagram at blacknerdscreate and subscribe to our monthly magical newsletter. And don't forget to rate and review. Bye, y'all.